Okay, so we're starting the second to last word on Tesbav and So we were just quoting the two Yosis, Yosi ben Yezer and Yosi ben Yechen on Ishu Shalayim. They were geyser on two things. The first one was on the uh, the ground of Chotzlars, and the second one was on the glass kalim. And we, we had just come off saying that the reason for the gzeira was because since it was made out of sand, since glass is made out of sand, so therefore it's quite similar to a klicheres. And just like a klicheres, there goes your tumma, so too on glass there goes your tumma. So the Gemara wants to know, second to last word on, on Tesvavimibes, el meyata leilitmu migabon, they should not be come tame by touching the outside of the kli. Alama tenan, why did we learn that earthenware kalim and neser is uh, dirt, like some sort of white dirt, that the dinim of Tamar are the same, that means they become Tame and they Tame other, they, they are Matama other things from their airspace, meaning if you have an earthenware, let's say, um, vase, and you suspend, you, you drop a sheretz in, you hold it in the airspace of the kli, it makes a kli tame. Or if you have a kli tame and you hold some tahar food there, it will make the tahar food tame. Okay, umitaman me'acharehem. And it can be metama using the, um, the walls of the kli. And Rashi explains that means that if you put tuma into, um, into a, cra- a crevice, let's say... So if you put it into, if let's say there's a hole inside the wall, the kli, even on the outside part of the wall, you stick some tummy there, it will be mitama the kli. However, the ain mitama migabehem. It does not, it, it is not mitama from the side, meaning if you touch um, something tummy to the outside of this kli charas, it will not be mitama it. Vishvirasan mitaharasan. And breaking a klicheres will be metaharet. Okay, meaning there's no other way of becoming tahar. You can't, can't put a klicheres in a mikvah, so you break it. Klineser v'klicheres hu dimitamason shava. That it's only these two. The Bryce specifically said klicheres and klineser. So anything else does not, these rules don't apply. Meaning we're specifically asking that the here we're asking on the makel part, which is the makel part of a klicheres is that if you touch the outside wall of the kli, it will not be matama the entire kli. So if we're learning klischuches from klicheres, we should say the same thing for klischuches. It should not be matama on the if, if something tummy touches the outside of the kli. So the Mara answers Amri ki von nishburu takana since since if you were to break a glass Kaylee, it has a way of fixing it, meaning you can remelt down the glass and reform a Klee. Shavinu Rabbanon matris. And therefore, in that regard, we consider it like a klimatris. And since it's like a klimatris, in that regard, therefore, since it has some attributes of a klimatris, of a metal Kaylee, so therefore, we said that touching the outside of the Klee will, in fact, be metamet. So in some respects, it has a din of a Klee charas, and in some, in some respects, it has a Klee as din of a klimatchas of metal keli. Elomiata, the Gemara asks, if it's a klimatchas, if you're going to give it the dinim of a klimatchas, yachsurulutumas on yushana, it should go back to the original 
Like it's Tchimatches. What does that mean? Ditsanan, like we learned in a Mishnah, cloak, Klimatches. The, so we're now we're talking about general halachos of a klimatos, a metal keli. Pshutehem, if you have a flat one, so let's say like a metal rod, umikablehem, or a keli that has something hollowed out, right? It's, it has a, a, a kibble, a base kibble, right? It's some sort of form. It's like a spoon, right? That would be like the spoon part would be the mikablehem. Okay, temeim, they weather, so whether it's flat, meaning it's an unformed keli, or mikablehem, or a form keli, it's going to be tame. Nishburu, if the kli got broken, tahar. And we know, let's say for a kli balabayas, the way to break it is to put a hole in it that's the size larger than a remine. If a remine, if a pomegranate can't fit in there, then it's considered broken. Chazar mehem kalim. If you go ahead and you reform these metal uh, kalim into new kalim, so they break, right? You had something that was either, whether it was a pashit or it was like a spoon, it had mikableim, it had a base kibble and they uh, got a huge hole in it, and then you went ahead and you reformed it into a keli, it goes back to the original tumah. And that is the din, we're going to see why in Amit Beis. That it goes back to, in other you can't trick the system. You can, if you break it and reform it into a kli, it's going to uh, automatically um, um, go, uh, go back and it's going to get the tumah that it was before you broke the kli. However, by a glass keli tenan, David, you're, you're getting a little too close to the mic, so it's getting distorted for us online. Okay. Alright. The sorry. Um the and for a glass keli says or a wooden keli or a leather or keli made out of bone, or a glass keli, so if it's an unformed keli, like a glass rod, okay, then it's going to be tahar. However, if it does have a base kibble, then it will become tame. Nishburu, the point for us is nishburu taharu. So if you break this glass keli, the keli becomes tahar, it loses its tama status. If you make new kelim out of it, they actually can be only from the time you reformed the keli. So we see that it does not go, it, it does not um, go back and get its original tuma status that it had before you broke the keli. So if you want, the Gemara is asking is if you want to consider a klis like a klimatris, like a metal keli, then after you break it, it should get its original tuma back if you repair it. So the Gemara answers, Tumas klis chuches Okay, that you're right. However, it is like metal kalim, but since a klishchuchus is only durabanan, vitumah yeshana durabanan, and the fact that tumah can um, can go back, that it can get its uh, original status of its original tumah, even though it did, the kli um, got broken and then reformed, that is a din durabanan, like we'll see. But tumah daraisa achisu barabanan tumah by a tumah daraisa, then we the rabbanan. Um, gave it a status, th- this applied this thing of Tumah Yeshana. They applied that the Tumah goes back. But by Tumah Durabanan, but something that is only Mitzvah Durabanan in the first place, they did not go ahead and reinstate the original Tumah that the Kali had. Frech de Gemara, Pshutehem et Mi'alitma, 
okay. But if you go back to that Brisa, you'll see that we're saying that a Klis is like a Klimatris. However, in that Brisa, we said the difference, one of the differences between a Klimatris and a Klis there were two differences. One is that one has that a Klimatris is Tumi Yishana, like we discussed, and one is that it doesn't. And the other one is that a Klimatris Pshutehem are Makabal Tumah, meaning a, a rod, a flat Kali that has no base kibble. It has no uh, Kali part. It's just like a, a stick or something. Okay. Pshutehem Mia Litma so pshute, an unformed glass keli should become tame just like an unformed metal keli because a metal keli is daraisa. So the Ramana answered, Abdi Rabbo Rabbanon Hekera, the Rabbanon made a heker. So the Rabbanon wanted to change. You're right, they really, it should have the chumras of a klimatris, but the Rabbanon made. Um, a, a distinction so that you don't burn truma and kachim on it, meaning that we said, and, and we discussed this in yesterday's daf, that certain times if something's going to become tame, it could either become, um, you know, pasal, which means you can't use it, but it's toilin, it just suspends there, okay? You can't use it, you can't burn it because midaraisa is not real truma. And um, certain times we said that the Rabbanon actually went ahead and said burn it, okay? So here is one of the times. By Klis we said, yeah, it's Mechabal Tumah, but if it should come into contact with Truma, you would not burn the Truma for it. So therefore, we changed one of the dinim of, and we didn't want to make it like a full-blown Klimatris that is Mechabal Tumah, we changed one of the dinim in order so that there should be a hacker that you won't burn Truma if it comes into contact with a glass keli. Ravashi Yabar. Ravashi says that he's going to come up with a new reason. You want to know why? He's going back to the original question. The original question was, if you're going to consider a glass keli like a klicheres, then it should not become mitama if something comes in contact with the outside part of the keli, just like a klicheres. Really, it's not because we gave it the chumra of a klimatres, but rather, it, it's only, it's exclusively like a klicheres. And the fact that you were asked, if so, it should not become tummy, if something tummy touches the outer surface of the kli. Since the glass is transparent, meaning when you're at the outside, it, it, um, you can, I'm sorry, when, when, you, right, when you're looking at the outside part of the kli, you can see the inside, since you can see the inside, and a kli cheras is a din, uh, that it is metama from the inside, therefore, we gave it um, the chumrah that it will become tummy if something tummy touches the outside. So since it's transparent, that is enough, apparently, enough of a reason um, to consider the outside part like the inside part. Now we're going to discuss Shimon Ben Chetach, Tikin Ksuva Leisha. That was the third thing. That was, we don't really just go into this at all, but we discussed that he was Misakin Ksuva for an Isha that, um, that we said that um, it, when there is a ksuva, uh, when they get married, that uh, the, she gets a lien on all the husband's assets. So if the husband goes ahead and try, sells the land and then divorces her, she can um, collect her ksuba from, uh, you know, the, the assets were then sold with a lien, and then she can go collect her ksuba from whoever bought the land from her husband. The gazar, and the next thing is gazar aklimatris. And we said Shimon Ben Shatach was gazar aklimatris. So, Frak Gemara, really? Klimatris da raisin inu. 
How could you say that Shimon ben Shatach was glazer on that? That's a Daraisa din. Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, Achas is a Zav, that's a Right, that the Zav, that the gold, the silver, the, the lead, Kalim, this is after the Mohammed's Midyan, we were discussing all the types of Kli that the Bnei Israel found. Achas is a Zav, that's a And we said that um, we, we were, we were glazer Tumah on all these things. That was where the Tumas Kalim Dinim came up. Not Xera, but that's where Moshe Rabbeinu Midaraisa said that we have the Dinim of Kalim. And Matras is one of the ones discussed there. So how could you say that Shem Menchetach was glazer on it? And our answer was the Nitzuchal Tumah Yeshana. What are we talking about when we said he's glazer on Klimatras? That Shem Menchetach was glazer, that the Tumah returns. Like we said, it gets reinstated. Dhamma Rav, Why did that happen? Because Maisa Bishaltzir. Reinstated. reinstated, meaning if you, we had an Amad Aleph that if you had a keli, a, a metal keli, oh. and, and you, you broke it, you put a big hole in it, the size of a remind, and then you fix the keli, that as soon as you fix the keli, even if it doesn't come to me again, it gets the original Tumah that it had um, from before. Gotcha. My why? Because we'll see, my submission, that Shaltianamalka, the the queen, Shasamishtalovna. She was making a party for her son, Vinitmu Kolkeleha, and all her Kalim got Tame, right? The store there was a dead body in the uh in the storage room where they stored all the Kalim for the party. So Vishivrasan. Now the problem is that if it became Tame with a tummy mace, so the the Kalim would need Hazah, Shlishi and Shvi. It would need uh to to get, you know, we we uh from the um Paraduma, we'd have to sprinkle tahar water on it on the third day and on the seventh day. So problem is that she wanted to make a party sooner than the seventh day. So how is she going to use these kalim? So she came up with a good chop. She said, okay, Shavrasan, she broke them. And she gave them to a, a, a soldier, right? So she cracked them all in half. And then she gave them to the, to the plate repairman. And he reattached them. He resoldered them. Also, man, Kalim Chadashim, and they made new new Kalim, right? So as a queen, she couldn't get around the Tuma issue, right? She couldn't play with that time, but it sounds like she had an unlimited workforce, so they were able to remanufacture all her, refurbish all the Kalim. But Amr Chacham, the Chacham said, Yachshu Tumasim Yishana, that you reinstate the original Tuma, my Taima. Why did the Rabbanan Gezer this? Misham gather mechatas naguba because of our concern for the mechatas, meaning we have the sprinkling water that we had a din that again if the kalim become tummy you have to sprinkle this water on the third day and on the seventh day and our concern is is that if you go ahead and you do an end around around the system and you break the kalim then you will abolish this whole concept of being matahar things and waiting the three days and the seven days so that's that would only make sense if they said that tumma gets reinstated only for Tumah Mace, because again, not all Tumah, some Tumahs, you just have to dip it in the, in the mikvah. Not all Tumah requires Hazash, Shlishi, and Shvi. So if you tell me that the, that when the Rabbanon were geyser, that the Tumah gets reinstated on a Kli, that gets fixed. So if that's only for Tumah Mace, that makes sense. Honey, that they only said it by Tumah Mace, not for all of the Tumahs. Ela, Ela, Tumahs Hamace, Bilvad Amru. Shop it, right? Then it's going to be good that that's, we understand what our Gezerah is. That we don't want to abolish the sprinkling of the kalim on the third day and the seventh day. But according to the Manda Amar, that this whole concept of Tumah Yishana, that we reinstate Tumah, goes for all Tumas. So then explain to me exactly why, um, you know, why would that be a good reason for the Gezerah? Amar Abaya. So Abaya says, no. 
Gezeira, it's really, there's a different Gezeira. It's not because we might abolish Mechatas. It's a Gezeira Shemali Maybe you won't break it enough. Meaning, because your whole intent here is really to use it as a Kaili, so therefore you're going to break it, so you're not going to break it enough to, um, like we said, you need the size of a remine. That's the size of the hole you have to have. A concern is you're not going to break it enough in order to matahar the keli. Because our concern is, is that not by a tummy mace, but by any regular tumah, you might come, since you're, you're, you're doing, like I said, doing an end around on the tumah system, so our concern is that you might come and say that just dipping it in the mikvah is good enough, okay? And you don't actually need har of shemesh. So my benayu, what is the difference between Abaya and Rava? What is the difference between these two shitas? If you actually totally flatten the keli, so you already broke it enough. So the question is, are we still geyser? That um, Rashi in the second shot, actually Rashi has two shots, and he can learns it either way. One is the chumar, one is the kula. But he like Rashi says he likes the second shot. He said that um, that our concern is that you might not. Um, uh, Right, there's still a concern that if it looks flattened, then maybe it's still not broken enough. But um, but if you actually flatten it, there's no concern that you're going to put it in the mikvah and think that that's good enough because it it looks like um, it is made it, since it was total. You've totally flattened it, it, it. It looks like it was made new, and therefore you're not going to have that concern. Okay, so now we're finally returning back to the Yurches Davar, the 18 things that we had. We went off on a tangent a little bit. And now we're up to, in case one was keeping track, we're up to number 12. Um, I am. Okay, so this, what is the 12th thing that Beishamai, 12th thing that Beishamai and Beishelel um, argued about and that we ended up poskening like Beishamai? The Idach Maihi, the Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah, Meniach Kelim Tachasatziner. So let's set this up. If you put Kalim under a pipe, to accept, right, so to get rainwater. So in those, um, let's say like this. So we said, we have the concept of Maim Shuavim, right? The water that is um, rested, that was drawn into a Kali, that would pass all a mikvah. We've had that a couple of times. So let's say you had a pipe here. Now, Rashi explains how you have a pipe that's not a keli, that you are chakak lahashlam, you, you dig it out of a piece of stone. So it's really just like a, a um, it's what we would, a pipe. So it's a way to gather, gather the water, like at the end of a downspout or something like that. So if let's say you put a keli at the end of the pipe, so when the water comes down, it will, um, it will kind of flow, that's like rain, it rains, it flows through the gutters. The gutters don't have a din of a pipe. Um, they don't have a din of a keli. So it flows all the way through to the downspout. And then you put a keli at the end of the downspout so you can get water. So you put kalim under the uh, downspout in order to get megashamim so you can have water, rainwater, fresh rainwater. Whether you put big kalim or small kalim, or stone kalim, or earthenware kalim, that is... Um, uh, kalim made out of animal feces, right? So it gets hard, and they would make kalim out of that. Paisalin as hamikvah, they were a very utilitarian society. They used everything. Okay. Sell animal feces at IKEA? 
That's right. They had a, yes, they had an Ikea for animal feces. But you'll see this like in Pesachim, like they discuss in different parts when you talk about Karbanas, they discuss what you can use an animal for after Shechita. And like they use every single part of the animal. They didn't throw anything out. So if water goes into one of these Kalim, it will passel the Mikvah. Echad whether you put the kli there on purpose to collect rainwater or whether you forgot. So now what happens? So again, you put your keli either on purpose or by mistake under the downspout. Now, let's say the water, so if the, the water would go into the keli and you pick the water up and, and, and spilled into the mikvah, then it for sure would, would possible the mikvah. The I call that would be maim shavim. It would be water that's drawn on the keli. The question is, what happens if you just leave the keli there and the water continues flowing? So it goes through the keli and then back out the other side of the keli and it, the keli just becomes more of like a, a pass-through entity, okay? And the water ends up going into the mikvah. Will that pass all your mikvah? So Beishamai says, whether you put the keli there on purpose or whether you forgot it there, you are going to... Um, it will, it will be Mayim Shoavim, it will be water that's drawn, it will pass through your mikvah. Beisolom Atarin and Beisheikhech, Beisolom says that no, if you forgot, if you left your kli there by accident, that will be Matar. Amar Rameir, so what happened? Rameir says, Nimnu v'gamru, Nimnu v'rabu, they counted in the attic of Hananya, they counted, so Beishamai said Hishita, Beisolom says Hishita, and what happened? Nimnu v'rabu, Beishamai, Beisolom, we had more tell me the Beishamai, and we paskined like Beisolom. However, that's if if you that is exclusively if you put the keli there and then maybe you forgot about it or you left it there on purpose. However, if you just left your kli, if you just left your kli in the middle of a chutzer, okay, meaning you never put it under the downspout, so you never really intended to collect water. You left it there by mistake, shutar, that for sure it's going to be tar, that the water that goes through this keli will not consider it ma'im shoavim. Water that's drawn because you didn't mean to collect the water. Amr um, however, Rav holds, okay, and that's, that's, a dying machlaikis imedas. That Rav argues not on this last part that we just said. However, he is going back on the whole concept where Rameyer said, he's arguing with Rameyer. Rameyer said that this is one of the Yudches Tavarim. This is one of the 18 things Beishamah and Beisol disagreed about. And that ultimately they paskin like Beishamah. Rav says, no, the Machlekes still is in his place. They never paskin this to be like Beishamah. This is not one of the Yudches Tavarim, which we'll have to address in a second. Amr of Meshar Rameshashia going back to explaining Beishamah and Beishilal, okay, on the, uh, on, according to um, Rameyer, that we were Nimru Vigamru like Beishamah, he says, wait, it's not that simple. Debe Rav Amri, Amr Rameshashia made Debe Rav Amri, that Rameshashia Be Rav says that Hakol Maidim, that both Beishamah and Beishilal are going to agree, Kshinicham Beishas Kishur of him. If you put the Kli under the downspout, when the the clouds, when it was very cloudy, so it looked like it was going to rain, then tameim. So meaning, then it's clear that when you put the keli under the pipe, you the reason for putting it there was you saw that rain was imminent. You saw the clouds thickening. You saw rain was imminent, and therefore um, you definitely had intent intent to collect the water in that kli. If you put bishas pizer of him, if you put the kli under the downspout. When, this, when there was no clouds, when the clouds had been dispersed, Debriakol to Hiren, then you're not, in, assist, you're not assuming any rain's going to come, and therefore it's going to be tar. You left it there for, if we can assume it's for some other reason, not to collect water. 
The only time we actually have a machlek is elashinicham b'shas kisher avim. If you put it there when it was cloudy, when the cloud thickens, vinis pazru, then the clouds dispersed. The chazru vinis kashru. Okay, and then it went ahead and the clouds got thick again. So we're limiting the scope of the machlekes. Mar savar butla machshavtai that the that um that mar savar butla machshavtai. That um, base hillo is going to hold that you were mavato your machshava, okay? Meaning that even though you put it there when the clouds were thick, once the clouds dispersed, you um, you removed your original machshava that you put the kli there for. So originally you put it there. You certainly put it there if the clouds were thick. You put it under the pipe to collect water. Then when the clouds uh, disperse, then you have in mind that it shouldn't collect water, but you're just too lazy to remove the kli. The Beishamai holds the note, since you originally put it there to collect water, that is, when the clouds disperse, you are not mavatal. It's like you're, it's still there to collect water. And if later the clouds thicken again and rain comes, it will be considered Mayim Shuvin because it dropped into that keli. And, and this is Dafka under the Tsinar, or this is even if it was in the Chatzar? This is Dafka under the Tsinar, we're saying. Yeah, I mean, when we said in the. Uh, when we said in the, uh, I'll address the question on the chat in a moment. Okay. Okay. So, um, it's Dafkan to the Tziner because we said that if you left it in the middle of the Chatzar, then, um, it's Shecheach. I mean, that would be mostly associated. Why are you putting a pot in the middle of the Chatzar? So if you did that, it would be, it's not an efficient way to gather water, right? You got to think about this practically. If you really wanted to put that pot to gather water, you put it under the downspout because all the water's collecting. Right? If it's going to rain, how, how many drops? Let's say it rains for 20 minutes. Okay, I'll address that question too. Um, <laughs> so let's say, um, let's say it's going to rain for 20 minutes. What are you going to get? A quarter of an inch of rain? You're not going to fill your keli up much. If you really wanted rain, you put it under the downspout. Okay, now, according to Rabbi Yesi, that argued on and he said that he said that it's still a machlekes beishamim beisol, meaning it's not one of the eighteen things that beishamim beisol, um, the talmidei beishamim beisol argued about, and they came to a resolution on in the Aliyas Chananya. So batsri lahu, you're now short one. If you're not going to count this one, then you're short one of the eighteen. So what? So we got to fill it in with something else. Rahma Yitzchak says, we have another one, that Gaish girls, right, daughters of the Kusim, are subject to become a Nida, in their cradle, that even though they're not old enough to, that's a Gezeira, that we say, um, that even though they're not old enough to really see Dom and to, and to get a period, yet, we are going to consider them, if there's any sort of dam, even when they're an infant, we're going to consider them um, anita. So just to summarize, we'll stop here. We said, we talked about kleis chuches. Oh, you know what? Let me send this out now so you guys can... 